Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ayo, ayo, I start my day, yo. Check the forecast, I grab my raincoat. Check the time, I'm late, but it's whatever though. I might even stay and I might never go. Ayo, I start my day, yo. Check the forecast, I grab my raincoat. Check the time, I'm late, but it's whatever though. I might even stay and I might never go. Living got bills on a stack to get meals on the track to the top, running laps on the drill. You cats is rapping, but lacking the real. This is the formula, fortify for the street. Elevated, I'm a flying lotus. Driving through the city like a locomotive. Bitches going crazy with their locomotives. Ain't shit changed, these hoes ain't loyal. Keep my friends closer, enemies closer Snakes in the grass turned out to be covers Hold that shit down, can't slow this shit down I'm over it, like hurdles at the Olympics A torch is split for smoke till I'm sold Draped in gold, I'm more emotive And your bitches chose up the game to be so low Nigga can't coach this, I'm on the road like Hey yo, hey yo, I start my day yo Check the forecast, I grab my raincoat Welcome back to the podcast, everyone It's Bam, we're having the third time. No, they don't know. They know the third, who I am. The third time. Um, we're, we're honestly here to, to celebrate him. There's a, I feel like there's a reemergence of your music. And I feel like a reemergence? I feel like a second chance. No, maybe I'm, 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 we got maybe, beef right now. Me and you got beef right now. Really? I may emerge. I don't know. I'm not. I'm trying to use bigger words lately, and maybe I just completely reemergence, man. I'm, maybe I feel like you're, you're getting. Let's, let's, do, let's do. Let's do. Let's do a second win. You don't, you don't, you know, is that a... Son, you see how they try to... You see this like, what I'm talking about, son. This is, a, this, is, this is supposed to, like, be, like, an inspiration. Son, what inspiration? Son, do you see how they try to undercut my shit regularly? Like, you see how they try to act like I've been out the, out the shit? This is my third time on the podcast, but I've been out this game? Nah, bro. It's like it's a the, celebration. It's like the it's like the New Testament, the Old Testament, and the New Testament. It's chapters, what? It's chapters, bro. It's chapters. Oh, you got me fucked up, man. You know how long? I man, got, I, I got that's what I'm saying. Everybody's like, oh, this is new reemergence, but I've been I've been in I've been the cook for no, two straight is, years. This is this is true, but but at the same time, like you've been through different stages, bro, and, <laughs> and it's and it's filthy, bro. It's, oh, I appreciate it, guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, think well, since you put it that way, it's a celebration, bitches. And we're also here with Rick Rings, Rick Rude. Man, this this motherfucker right here. Look, I need all you motherfuckers to bow down right now, man. Nah, y'all gotta bow down to the God right here, man. This the, this is the real this is the real deal, man. This 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 is the real emergence. Honestly, this podcast should really be about. Rick, but you know what I'm saying? Honestly, I think that's why we connected. Because, you know what I'm saying? Rick, it comes from a very, very story pattern. Man, his stripes is, you know what I'm saying, well documented. You know what I'm saying? I feel like my, my stripes is well documented. And so we coming together is honestly like a super group of sorts. But we're not a group, though, or anything like that. But it's like we just building together like this. It is sort of a re-emergence. Mm-hmm. But nah, because this man been dropping records. Yeah. Going through your catalog, I'm a fan. You know what I'm saying? It's been written up in NPR, all these different outlets. Yeah. Well, Very I mean, cool dude. I mean, again, oh. uh, Greg Seif, I mean, like he was saying, uh, he's never really left. I mean, we've been on a, a similar trajectory throughout our, our, you know, artistic careers as far as um, group and or solo and really ultimately man co- great collaborators uh greg Seif is one of the illest collaborators um out there 
uh, just what people don't like the whole adage like no one knows how the sausage is made like to really work with this man and, and see the dedication that he puts behind it it's it's inspiring and it drives me yeah so yeah. Yeah. fun stuff all we do is cook, man. Yeah. What's up, man? What's going on over there, man? Just, just podcast stuff. Just um, podcast stuff. The studio is kind of craziness. There's so many things going on at once. So. It sounds like your place is a little full. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm excited to have you here. You know, you're yeah. always, you're actually, you're definitely a fan favorite on the podcast. Yeah, it's because it's because you know I don't. I, you're very clippable. Clippable. You're very clippable. <laughs> Which is good. That's that's needed. You know. As an artist, you need to to be able to be. You know, I wish I didn't have to be clippable. I wish people would just fuck with my music. You know what I'm saying? And just come see me live. And you know, look, hooks, Macklemore's calling. <laughs> no, I'm playing. But where the hell is my phone? <laughs> yeah. Well, Rick hold on, hold on, wait, hold on, wait, hold on, wait, hold on, wait. Hey, fish. Yo. Say what's up to say what's up, man. You on the pod, bro? Even want to make it about this motherfucker, man. Every episode, we have to talk about yeah, that. <laughs> okay, but no, but I want to hear your opinion, though. I haven't listened to it. Okay, cool, me either. I haven't listened to it. I've listened to it a little bit, but. I was trying to get some pretext before. Uh, we'll talk. Before I go, go that. We'll talk. Alright, Alright, say, say peace to the people. Alright, peace to the people. Yo, Fish, peace, Mass Rick. Hey, what up? Hey, what's... Oh, shit, got the whole, the whole clicking there. Hey, yeah, dude, the whole Come on, man. Fish, let's end. Let's go. It, it is a party. It's a party. Who else is back there, man? Macmore's in the bathroom right now. Uh, Max in the bathroom. Um, <laughs> Sir Mix-a-Lot's here. Is that Rory and Maul? <laughs> yeah. Rory, uh, fucking DJ Vlad is here. Yeah. No, no, don't. Tr- is he here? Yeah. Oh, I he's late. Actually. He's late. Actually. He's late. That's crazy. All right, it's late. Y'all take care. All right, much love, brother. All right, peace. All right. That was great. Yeah, man. What's it called? Uh, For people who don't know, that was uh, Fish for Mr. Hentai. Yeah, Kung Fu Grip coming. Kung, Kung, Fu, Kung Fu Grip soon. represent Kung coming Fu back Grip. Soon. Really. No, uh, no problem. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to build the hype for it. You know, I want, I want the, the, the like, I want that reunion back. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Like, yo, like, yeah, put together the max bill, get the bag together, and holler at us, man. Because, yeah, like, that's, that's, I know people want to hear some new shit. Actually, you might hear a new reincarnation of it, because what I've been up to is just making beats. Mm. I've been in the fucking lab, like, you know what I'm saying, working on, like, new sound. I feel like that would have been made, if we had more control, even though we did a lot of producer projects, did a lot of, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, work with a lot of different amazing producers. I feel like if we had control of our production at the time, right. it would have sent us in a whole new stratosphere. It's like... Why do you think you didn't do at the time? Why I didn't produce? Yeah. Because I was scared, and I was like... 
I was worried about spreading myself too thin. I even think worry about it. I worry about it now. Like, I'll be making beats like like three, four beats a day, and I don't be rhyming. So like, I gotta make sure I like am right, and it's harder to write. What type of beats? Is it boom bap or are you, are you doing like the yeah. jar D thing, where it's more house now? I both, both, yeah. both okay. styles, both styles. Yeah, um, I, I would say my style is a little more crunchy. It's not as it's not as smooth as that jar of D, you know what I'm saying? Like, which is, it, which is amazing. That Black House shit's Shout amazing. Out. It's like Death Grips. You like Death Grips? It's like Death Grips. It's a little more Death Grips, a little more N.E.R.D., you know what I'm saying? But, like, you're getting a little more, like, you're getting, you're getting a lot of different flavors in, 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 in that style. And then I got, like, my boom bap shit. Um, but, yeah, um, so I'm, I've been working on producing a couple types of people. But I think specifically with me and Fish, like, if it comes back again, it might not come back with me rapping. Like, oh, I might just be producer. Okay. That's true. That's cool, though. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what's up with that. I mean, me and this man have been working in the lab. I got some stuff been producing for him that's really hot, man. So I'm really excited about, you know, people hearing more of the production. I'm like, excited, too, man. Yeah, yeah. And the beats, are, man, the production is crazy. So let's, let's talk about how you and Rick actually know each other. Okay, and so... And I want to get into Rick's background after. Okay, yeah, yeah, beautiful. So I met Rick. So me and Fish have been doing our... Me and Fish were doing our thing since, I want to say, 2016. So by 2000 and... Oh, uh, sorry, 16. <laughs> Fucking way out of... 2008. So by 2010... We was finally getting into Seattle and 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 doing shows. Our very first show we did was booked by a brother named Palms, and he was uh, he ran a little Palms. company. Shout out Palms, man! He ran a he ran a company called uh, Members Only. Okay, yeah. That like you know what I'm saying uh, Swerve and uh, BFA Swerve. dropped some projects on there. State of the Artist. They had a bunch of dope stable of cats working over there. But they put together this party, and really it was like the party was a snapshot of what I think Seattle hip hop was going to be for the next five years. And it was, it was us. It was Rick and fresh espresso. Metal chocolate. Metal chocolate was there too, but, but but it was fresh espresso was, was headlining. The satisfaction played and state of the artist, you know, who got that, you got uh, Parker from flavor blue, you know what I'm saying? My boy hyphenate. And it was just like a legendary ass party. Mm. So our first show in Seattle was with, Rick. Oh, wow. And it was just a crazy night, a ciphering. It was at the Black Lodge at this, like, little fucking, uh, like, it was, it was like, like a studio a, or like it a was like It was like a, a speakeasy, yeah, like a yeah, loft. It was, yeah, and it was It was just, the Black Lodge over uh, by the lo-fi. Hey, this is not I really, really Shout fell in love with Lodge. Seattle rap, man. Mm. Like, for real, bro. It was like... Yo, Pearl Drag Champagne, Champagne. Yeah, like, Mark Mark uh, uh, Gadjar was playing uh, like literally like with a spoon. He was playing on a pot, like playing percussions. It was freestyle. Yeah, so, so, so State of the Artist played too. There's video. There's like YouTube video of the night. Ooh, that's something I'm getting into actually. So I've been going on tour lately with oh, a comedian yeah. and filming his shows. Oh, yeah. And um, I'm trying to figure out how to start doing that for artists for their shows as well. Yeah, it was yeah. just a little grimy recap video that I yeah. think but that I shit's... think I think uh what's it called uh what was y'all's crew uh you know what I'm saying um OFS yeah OFS yeah, they yeah. put a little like Shout out Radio, recap, recap video man and it yeah. was just like so there's footage but it was probably one of the most amazing nights ever man that shit was mad and I remember like <laughs> meeting him man he was just so 
I'm sorry, I mean to take up most of this no, part, man, but no, yeah, man. No, nah, like, like, bro, like when we for like, I remember just being in the back, and like I said, it was like a snapshot of what Seattle hip hop was gonna be, because these sat wasn't these these sat at the time, you know what I'm saying? Fresh was y'all just had dropped. And and that was your hip hop duo. That was yeah yeah Fresh Espresso. Yeah, they had just dropped their debut, so they were like really going off. D Sat was just like really starting to really starting to take off. Soda Boys, Soda, fucking killing shit. Th. And like we're in the back, and like I said, we in the back with Champagne, Champagne. We in the back with uh, you know what I'm saying OC Notes. You don't even know OC Notes. You know what I'm saying? Who was these OC Notes? Like, oh, it's my man. Oh, we about to be Metal Chocolates. That went on to do some incredible Seattle hip hop. Um, Fucking 10-4 Raj. 10-4 Raj. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just see this little Filipino dude. Like, who this guy right here? But this guy is the illest, Hmm. one of the illest producers in the game. So it just was an amazing, uh, amazing moment for me. And I just think for Seattle rap, the the implications. Hmm. So yeah, fucking what? Twelve years later, yeah. Now I mean, we rocking. But it's crazy because when when I met uh, Greg and Fish, I knew right away. I was like, yeah, this is it. Like these dudes are dope. Mm-hmm. Um, and like kind of from there, like we were on different trajectories. Just because, man, when I met you, bro, you weren't even twenty one yet. No, I was. We uh, we actually maybe, snuck. Maybe we actually snuck these guys in the club. Damn. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. legitimately, like they we snuck them in, but I knew right away. And um, as the years kind of went on, um, we'll get into maybe if you guys want some of my history. But um, as I kind of started phasing into different like eras, I guess you would say, like I always was like, man, like I need to link up with these guys. Mm-hmm. Like just the energy, the craftsmanship, the performance. And um, I knew I, I needed to align with these guys and and in some form or fashion. And really, uh, Greg and I, man, we would just kick it. Like, I mean, it was like, and even to this day, shit, like, yeah. and I think it really shows to our chemistry on the stage and on, on wax. Like, what we're doing right now is just like, it just happens to be a host and a camera here. Mm-hmm. Um, tone, uh, rhythm uh, is all there. So I... I'm honored to be able to work with this brother, and uh, it's a it's a it's a real brotherhood, um, and I think it's a lot of checks and balances, mm-hmm. and uh, we we push each other and we sharpen uh, the swords, so to speak. You know what I mean? And you're originally not from Seattle, correct? No, I lived in a couple places. Uh, I uh, moved here from the Bay Area, Berkeley, California, to be exact. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm from Flint, Michigan. Um, yeah. What do you think of the water there? <laughs> I mean, what do you think of the water there? Actually, I'm I'm the weirdest person to ask about water because I'm very bougie about you know, water. I, I so think I, the, I think the bigger question is like, what impact did Flint have on Black culture? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I and I and I'm happy to have this platform to say that, you know, you look at any city like mm-hmm. we're not talking about Seattle's heroin addiction or problems. Right. We, we glorify, yeah, you know, this big tech too. boom, or we glorify the Man, Flint gave birth to industry. It gave birth to a, a thriving black middle class, a so-called black middle class. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So that's where I come up from. I was uh, <clears throat> just in Cleveland, and there's also like a, a cool middle class of black people there too, which Absolutely. was interesting. Absolutely. It was, uh, yeah, that's the thing too, is like, I feel like they've they've gone out of their way, you know what I mean, to 
to erase that shit or just make it seem like you know it's it with with, with gentrification and maybe not in those specific areas, but just in all of, in all of the 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 black middle class in America. The 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 create you know what I mean the, the the like just normal ass black folks and just us doing what we doing look, they trying to remove all that shit. Look, all I know is when I grew up, I had an opportunity to see scholars, athletes, right, right, hustlers, right. hustlers too. But everything that I saw, it was done at a high level, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and it was and it was done really gracefully, man. I I love my city, Brian. It made me who I am today. It's a, it's a little bit of grit, it's a little bit of grind, and it's a little bit of finesse. Mm-hmm. And I think out there, too, man, like, you think about not just, uh, I mean, okay, I won't say. Shout out Z.O.D., by the way. Yeah. Shout out to my man Tory, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's up, Flint? My man Chancellor, shout out, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> San Juan Drive, you know? Yeah, I ain't trying to, uh, you know what I'm saying, make it about, like, the D or, uh, you know, Michigan hip-hop. I'll say. But, you know, not only are, like, the nicest, some of the nicest MCs from out there, but also... Man, like, just I feel like the most, some of the most unique MCs. Like, this man's style is unique as hell. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 one of those like, uh, man, if you got you got to have a high palate to be able to soak it in. But once you got it, it's like, oh, I need this all day. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> we, we like to say, you know, what's the difference between prosciutto and bologna? It's like. You know what I'm saying? You got regular, you got regular schmegular every day. Schmegular. You know what I'm saying? Yo, mm. you get, get ha, eat a charcuterie board once in a while. Try, try some real cured meats. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, okay. but, but you know, honestly though, I like, <laughs> I just I compared like, you to cured meats. I feel <laughs> like a lot, uh, like a lot of uh, man. I have a really great, colorful environment of of friends, characters, like jobs. Like I'm just so I feel like a lot of what I draw from is just really like my environment and it's, and it's a very diverse one and it's a beautiful one. It it comes with challenges sometimes, mm-hmm. but man, it's like, let's, let's polish that, that diamond. You know what I'm saying? And like, let's make, let's make some art and let's do some dope shit. I want to touch on the, the black middle class again. Mm-hmm. So when we, when we phrase it like that, is that something to be proud of or should we be aiming towards a thing where it's just a middle class where well, everyone well, well, and that incorporates well, everyone because well, right now let's let's be real like we are in a society where it's like either you got it or you don't i mean i'm saying where you could actually i i can't even think right now about right now i'm not saying mm-hmm. later but right now like what are the odds of me having a four a four store a three-story house right now in Seattle and a family, right? Like my, like I'm speaking on my experience. Mm -hmm. My father was able to provide for a family um, with a single income and was a black business owner. I mean, I guess middle-class is just a way of saying that you're able to maneuver and live comfortably. Yeah. So let's, there's no, there, uh, you know, and so, all this language is all social engineered language anyways. It's right. like, can we, can we provide not only for ourselves, but our family and our friends? Mm-hmm. So I guess that's what I mean. Like I didn't, I didn't see a lot of suffering. Like I saw a thriving black community, right. but obviously when you take an industry away from a city, shit collapses, mm-hmm. resources start to dwindle. 
and I, you know, I don't even want to make this about Flint, bro. Like, there's enough stuff about it. I no, just I think he's speaking generally. You know? you know what I mean? I just, I, I love my city. That's what made me. Are there some issues there? There's issues everywhere. But no, of I can't. Course. But I can't. I but, can't. But you can't. But we, we can. We, we can be honest and say, like, oh, for sure. I feel like there's a. But as a there's Flintstone, there's a specific but as a engineering where they a, trying to they trying as, to remove that. But, but shit. as a Flintstone, though, you gotta understand, I'm gonna still have a chip on my shoulder, bro. Oh no, like, and I, you, I, you, you know what I mean. It's, but like, it's it's enough that even white people say like a black middle class. Like I was on the plane to Cleveland, and this older couple, like they wanted to connect with me, and that's how they wanted to connect to me with, was about talking about, oh, you know, there's a middle class of black people in Cleveland. And they wanted to, to give me the whole history about that versus right like, because I mean I mean well at least for me like being from up here, like you rarely see it you yeah. know and, and even with me like I was coming up on the east side you know what I'm saying like I'm not originally from there but like that's where I went to school and was you know doing my formative fucking years, and it's like it was all white folks in the middle class, mm. like. Black folks is either in apartment. I mean, I don't even want to say that this is what it is, but at least in this area, that's how it feels, right? And I feel like they're engineering in all the communities, erasing that shit. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to see that. That you either got to be down or way up, and it feels like that middle ground of like, or maybe it's just the maybe it's not even the black middle class. Maybe it's just the middle class in general. Like yeah. maybe they just that that is just disappearing. I think that's more what it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But and I think they love that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? When I say they, I mean the Jeff those, Bezos. The white, white suits. <laughs> you know what I mean? The white the, the suits. But yeah. yeah, man, it's it's. I feel like the best shit comes from there, though. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? At least the kids and like the having that environment to to be able to flourish, to be able to be like, oh, I have options. There's a plethora of. Doctor, lawyer, uh, trash man, fucking teacher, musician, athlete—you know, like a whole bunch of shit. Mm -hmm. It's not just oh, yo. It's like do the most extreme shit so you can get out the hood, or like, man. you know what I'm saying? You got to be well off. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Weird situation. Yeah, but um, you know. Yeah, it's weird because like Seattle. I don't know if Seattle was really ever a place. That had a huge black community because we're in the very fucking. Well, we had top a solid top. one. We had a solid one. The right, central, but I don't know if district. The I feel district. like certain people try to say like Seattle used to be like a huge thriving black. No, community. we it was. Well, it was. But it was. It was to a certain extent. It was, like, it's all it, relative to it was the location small by the right. numbers, but the impact speaks yeah. volumes. Right, right. Uh, the impact. You gotta, you gotta think when the Great Migration happened and people came up to Seattle. Uh, Man, they were they were here for opportunities, mm -hmm. and um, actually, man, there is a, a it's a small group, man, but there's some really like known families here in Seattle. Oh, one thousand percent. Obviously, yeah. you know we know who the main names are, mm -hmm. but there's like a lot of like really like prestigious uh, black families in this city, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, and even down to like I said, like even the the business you got businesses like black business, you know what I mean? Like we gotta fight right now to like preserve space. For us to own businesses out here. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? We used to not have to do that. It'd be like, yo, like, y'all got your spot. Do whatever you want, you know? Just stay over there. But what you about, me? have you, like, heard about, like, the Seattle Restored thing or anything like that? Well, where they're getting, like, I mean. the business like the to... so We got we to gotta get, like, we got to go out of our way right. to create legislation to protect our space now. Got it. When, if you, you know what I'm saying, before that, 
you know, the gentrification was getting so bad that like, yo, this is our space and we don't own shit over here. There's some cats in the, in of the, in no, the community. Now, they, like, shout, out, shout, out, shout out White King, by the way, bro. Yeah, yeah, you know no, the, the people out are King, out here bro. fighting for our space right now. You know what I'm saying? It, he, they, it shouldn't even be a thing. But that that goes back to what we're talking about. You know mm. what I'm saying? They taking all that shit out, man. They, they ain't trying to see that shit. Mm. Well, hip hop, right? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we got. I think it's. I think it's black folks too. We mm. got to stop. I mean, I you know, I don't want to. I don't want to undercut like the efforts or the, um, you know, what I'm saying, like the activism. Mm. But we got to be able to sit down at a real round table and like come up with some solutions. And I know that there are people doing it, but I also know that, you know, agendas, infiltration, a bunch of things undercut those movements. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But if we can together as, at least as the black community, can come together and come up with some real fucking answers, some real solutions, um, and some real, like, unity and some real, like, yo, we all are on the same page about this, that's going to keep fucking happening. You know what I'm saying? It can't be no victim shit. You motherfuckers owe me nothing. It's just, yo, like, we just going to create our shit, go by the, by the book, and like I said, when you even when you go by the book, they're going to try to undercut you, and you're going to have to deal with all that bullshit. But, if, but you look at, like, you know what I mean, the civil rights movement and all the people that was... Doing that, you know how much, you know what I mean? But look how far we've come now. So it's it's a never-ending fight for freedom. Mm. But, you know what I mean? We got to be on the same page. We got to be organized. You know, the way some of the shit happens out here, I just, I don't know if it ever get fixed. Mm. Straight up. Well, Rick, what is something you'd like to see changed in Seattle? Um, socially, because there's a ton, tons of different things. There's like musically, there's community. Right, right. Um... You know, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's a, I'd, I'd have to really think about that. I want to see all whack rappers removed. All I, whack rappers. I, I'd have to. All whack rappers. Fuck. Extinct. He's <laughs> like, yo, you got a message, look at the camera. <laughs> Extinct. All you whack rappers. Gone. Out the way, leave room for the dope motherfuckers to do their thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, like hip hoppers do our thing over here, and everybody else's fans are consumed. You know what I mean? No, there's no wackness in the in the pool of hip hop. That's that's what I would like to change. I mean, it all for me. <laughs> it man, is all really. It, 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 it all comes out in the wash, though. Like, I mean, does it? It does, bro. Because really, at the end of the day, I, there's tastemakers. <laughs> there's people who like. Look, there's people who like prosciutto and there's people who like bologna. Bologna, yeah, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What is that? is that from something or is that like? Man, y'all have to find out. <laughs> yeah, the man. next album is called Prosciutto and Bologna. No, but I mean, it's like I, I've come to a point to where it's like people are gonna make what they make, and whatever gets them going, and if there's ears for it, man, there's ears for it. You know, you just gotta just stay true to yourself. So, I mean, it's been uh, it's been interesting, man. Like. You see people who uh, create, and it's not for me to question where people create from, but it's like, what's the next thing? Mm. Like, you know, oh, this is the kind of the sound palette of the day. Like with me, I've always been like, man, let's 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 be bold and try something different. Like, yeah. let's step out. And and I've always said, man, bet on yourself. That's why I fuck with Greg Seif, bro. He bets on himself. 
And uh, he's not afraid to be like, yo, I'm about to do some singing shit. Not because he heard, you know, X, Y, and Z doing this. It's like, yo, I'm trying to stretch boundaries. Mm. Well, I wonder I wonder if it is a little bit of that. Because I feel like my creative process, like, I mean, like. Not even, to speak for you. I guess no, I'm, but it's I guess like, I'm speaking no, for No, 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 it's not. It's, it's, it's none of that. I think it's just like when you say that, I think about it and, you know. I think about people like Stas and Jarv and Otis and people who like, even you, you know what I mean? People who really inspire me and do things that I feel like push boundaries. Like, am I copying them trying to push boundaries? No, I just think that you're in the same like kind of like... like Emergence. We, yeah, like... <laughs> Emergence? Like I, yeah. Not even that. I mean, <laughs> but like really, if you think about these names yeah. and this is like, if we could step outside of ourselves and be like, well really what does Seattle look like artistically? It looks like a Stoss. It looks like a Greg Seitz. It looks like a Jar of D. It looks like a, a Rick Reams or a Rick Rude. It looks like an OC Notes. And we're, we can be inspired by one another, but we are able to step into our own presence. And, and, and it's also a little bit, not in a competitive way, but like, man, like I, man, I heard Jar doing the house shit. I'm like, man, that's filthy. I got a few cuts that I, I enjoy house music, you know, I, whether I, I entertain rhyming on it or not. But he made me want to pull out some of my old house cuts just to play. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's fresh to me. Like, I remember when Otis and I, we did a, a, a project together called Dap Confuser. It was a house record. This was like 10 years ago. Mm. People weren't really rocking with that. And that's not. People were rocking with it. It's just. Like, people were rocking with it. But it, it, did, it didn't. It didn't. My bad. It didn't uh, get. It didn't really get the go. But like, you know. Yeah, man, we just we just do shit different, man, and and that's our collective. I mean, it's not like like Greg said, we're not a group, but like we rock with each other, like we rock with our community, yeah, and we don't bite each other, and we don't we don't hold like any type of resentment to our 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 fellow brothers and sisters who are doing dope shit. We're inspired at best, and we support. Mm -hmm. That's what we do. You know what I'm saying? That that's, why, that's why. That's why. Personally, me, like I know, man. There's like a lot of jokes and shit. Yeah. I, man, I really like. If you're not really on my radar, I don't even like. I'm only looking for like what inspires me or what I like to support. You know what I'm saying? And everything else is like, man. If it ain't for me, it ain't for me. But like, yo, man, do your thing. I've 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 fist bumped and handshaked a lot of people. Maybe sometimes the artistic expression doesn't line up, but that doesn't mean that that's not a decent human being. Right, every, I every, every, every everyone is wired differently. Even me and this brother, man, like we connect, but sometimes like we have different processes. You know what I'm saying? And so, but luckily, you know what I'm saying, and and that's the magic of music is like we we speak the same language. You know what I mean, we're we're in the same rhythm, so that's cool. You know, that's but again, that's just me. You mm -hmm. know, um, so yeah. And what drew you to hip hop when you first started versus uh, focusing on house music or uh, even no, rock so or anything? But, first of all, bro. Growing up, just right, a, a stone throw from Detroit. Like, let's just be clear, man. House and techno music is a black art form. Right. First of all, let's get that straight. It's not like cats and boots, dooch, 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 Europe. And big up London, big up all these other communities. You know what I'm saying? But like Detroit, and you know, you can even throw Chicago in there, man. Like, that's the birth of it. But with that being said, hip hop is my first love. Shout out to my big sister, Tammy. I talk about her all the time. She took me to my first rap show. Fresh Fest 1984. I saw Run DMC. I saw LL Cool J. I saw the Fat Boys. I saw Houdini. I had Cool Rock Ski on the podcast. Come on. Big up to the to the legend. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, 
it was a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. Literally, like my sister and her boyfriend at the time, he put me on his shoulders so I could see. I was like on the shoulders of giants, really showing me the culture. You know what I mean? I used to go in her room and play records. I mean, I, my first, man, Greg was playing X-Clan the other day. Yeah. That was one of the first records she had. I played that shit on vinyl in her room. I would skip school just to go in her room and listen to records. So, I mean, that's how far back it goes. I could probably trace my love for hip-hop back to probably seven or eight years old. Hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And then when did you start writing? Probably... So this is interesting. I remember uh, at the time, my two favorite comic book characters were Spider-Man and the Submariner. Mm-hmm. And I would I remember I had the Big Daddy Kane tape, Ain't No Half-Stepping, and I, it was a cassette, and I had it playing, and I used to get my comics, and I would get tracing paper, and I would draw. I wanted to really be a comic book illustrator. A lot of people don't know that. Shit. But I used to buy tracing paper, and I would draw on the, because I love the artwork of comics. So I would draw on the tracing paper and like then I would try to do it and I would get discouraged and I was just like I just felt there wasn't enough originality in that Mm -hmm. and as I'm listening to this Big Daddy Kane tape I'm like wait let me see Mm -hmm. and like I remember like I just would listen and I just would like try to write words that would kind of sink in with what he was saying and yeah I probably wrote my first rap probably I don't know 11 or 12 oh shit and yeah. then did you start as a solo artist or did you start in a group? Uh, I mean, well, if, I guess technically, shout out to my boy uh, Z.O.D., Tori McGill, uh, my best friend. Um, I've known him since I was five. Him and I, we cut what you would call a pause tape. And so it's basically having two radios and uh, two, two cassettes. And we'll basically make loops on a cassette. It, people who understand this technology, they'll get it. But it's hard to explain. But it's basically like... Uh, recording snippets of a beat on a cassette and then having like enough to rap on and then having a blank cassette and then playing that it like it's basically two radios one records the sound and we were just like making pause tapes it's hard to explain but anyhow we were doing that in like the like early 90s like 91 92 and then i remember my sister would actually she had a cassette player in her in her regal and she would pick us up and she would play our tapes and drive us around the city (laughs) <laughs> and this was like at like 12 or 13 and like our minds are blown because yeah. my sister is like to this day all my brother my my bridget tammy anthony i love my brothers and sisters they paved the way for me um so yeah i mean i guess shit zod that's yeah, you know right. yeah that you know that was my guy crazy. Yeah, yeah it's crazy to think about like you know what i'm saying the like that was very long crazy but. innovative ways of making your shit making shit happen in hip hop. Like that's just the like you know what I mean? That's just the history of it right there. Like oh, I, a pause tape. Like it's the that's the way like I think about looping like when I'm looping, you know what I'm saying? Like when I'm in the shit looping on the beats, it's like thinking about having a loop on a fucking two cassette tapes, man. Two cassette you know what I mean? Yeah. That's just wild bro. Yeah bro. I mean crazy so, shit. Yeah, yeah. But um there was a documentary that was out called The Other Side. And um, there's a there's a big portion of that where I talk about this. I think people can find it on YouTube, but that'd be something that people could check out. If they of course. Yep. Hell yeah. Uh, so how old were you when you moved to Seattle? What were the reasons? Uh, I moved here when I was about 26. Um, uh, well, work. But um, at the time I was uh, I was I was dating this woman who was from Seattle. 
I met her in uh, when I was in California, hmm. and I decided to move up, and I'm happy I did. We're not together anymore, but um, it was good times, and uh, I'm here, so that's part of the story. Damn. Yeah. Were you ever thinking about Seattle before? Like, Yeah, that's funny that you asked that. When I was a kid, like, I think at the time, uh, Tribe's first album dropped, Instinctive, um, and my sister's now husband at the at her boyfriend now husband at the time, uh, big up Prince Franklin. Um, he lived, he was stationed out here. Uh, he was in the Navy and he would tell me all these stories about how beautiful it was out here. He'd talk about Vancouver and this was like way back in the day, mm-hmm. like nineties. And I was like, damn, that sounds dope. And I've always wanted to live either New York, the Bay area. Cause I always loved the bridges. This is me as a kid, mm-hmm. mind you. Yeah. Yeah. Or just this small little place in the corner, Seattle. It just seemed tight to just be on that, like, corner and just what he told me. And then also him playing the Tribe Called Quest tape. I somehow resonated mm. those things to this city. Oh, I, I do that all the time. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, weird. It's, cool. like, it's, it's weird. And, uh, and I find myself here later, and sometimes I wonder, like, am I supposed, like, there's certain times where I'm like, damn, what am I doing? Do I need to like maybe move to a new city? But I'm like, no, this is a place that I've always been called to. Right. So now I'm kind of like looking at this city, like maybe like there's something here for me. So I, I tend to live with more purpose here. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long I'm going to be here, but like, I feel like this time I've been here now for about 17 years. I feel like this time around, like it feels really special mm-hmm. and uh, I'm, I'm really connecting with like minds and um, opportunities abound. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm fucking gone, cuz. Y'all, y'all enjoy what time you have left with me. Y'all, the, he's coming with me, so, so don't, get, you, don't get too comfortable. Are you done with Seattle? Are you still enjoying it here? Done with you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but I love you motherfuckers. But hey, sometimes, hey. It's tough out here, man. Where do you feel like, do you have, like, any ideas of where you'd like to go? Yeah, but, um, you know, we don't need to. I'm not gonna put that out there, but, you know, but that's that's fair because like I mean I I don't live where I'm from, so mm-hmm. I I feel that yeah like you know no, I, but, it's good it's good to step outside of no, but it's more about opportunity than anything. It's less about that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's less about you know what I'm saying like like that whether Seattle is a great place to live or the people or the music isn't great. It's at least for being an artist is. Like I said, man, I've been saying it three times. This is my third time being here. It's the same thing. It's like, got to get the fuck out of here, man. I, I'm gone. Yeah. yeah. Especially now that I feel like I'm more self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. Like I make my own beats, record myself. It's like, man, I don't, you know what I mean? But, um, I'm, yeah, we still got a little more work to do, but, yeah, but y'all, nowadays, y'all, enjoy, y'all enjoy what you got. But man. nowadays, it's like, man, you could really go anywhere. If you're mobile. I mean, like, yeah, but not really. It's, you know what I mean? You're not going to go to, like, Wichita, Kansas and, like, get it popping. You know what I'm saying? You could. Yeah. But, or, but or, you, or, you're going to have to leave like, Wichita and go to go somewhere. I always had this idea. Maybe That's this a good is, point. Maybe you know this, what I'm saying? Maybe this is, like, at at heart, I am a true romantic. So yeah, I, I, I would say, like, for me, Seattle, it, if I could really carve it out, like, in, in the most perfect scenario, this would be a place where, like, I would live and this would be a hub where I create. But this might, this might be a place that I would only maybe live for about two or three months a year. <laughs> so many industry artists do that already, you know, you know what, what I mean? Saying? That's so like, funny. Like, like, I mean, and, and I'd take it a step further. Like, I'd really have, like, a nice little enclave somewhere tucked, 
You know what I'm saying? Hey, yo, so last time, we talked about this being like a reemergence, like a retrospective. Mm-hmm. So since the last time I've been here, right, we have... His, his hands healed? We, Dude, yeah. I, man, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. You, 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 hey, I, I'll talk about this off pod. <laughs> off pod with you. Off pod. Uh, off, <laughs> but, uh, speaking uh, about uh, niggas with hands. <laughs> <laughs> You go see this, you gonna be like, oh, bitch ass nigga. <laughs> Anyways, but uh, fucking uh, what's it called? Uh, speaking of you know retrospect, so I guess since last time we played some shows. Um, last week we opened for Quelle Chris. You shout know we got Quelle. the record with shout out Cavalier. Yeah, shout out Cav man. The, uh, grow eyes and man, grow God, eyes. man, fire man. Yeah, um, love. but like talking to him, we was you know in in the green room and shit, or just in the back porch, like chopping it up. And like, yeah, like his nigga, this nigga had been on tour for four months, bro. I'm like, yo, like, I'm just that's the next goal. I feel like when I was on here, I said a bunch of stuff that I said would happen, mm-hmm. and I'm or that I wanted to happen, and it's it is happened. That's at this what I'm point. saying, man. So yeah, yeah. So from here, like talking to him, like yeah, bro. The two three months, like if I could be on tour, like. Most of the year and just be here for summer and like fall, I'd be super happy, bro. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I think my next, like, I, yeah, I, and not, I don't even think it's about going somewhere and settling down. It's just going and finding some place that's that I could, like, business wise, grow a little bit to where I'm just moving around. You know what I'm saying? Because that's right. the name of the game in this industry is touring and money. Like, we open for Charlie Tuna. I'm in the yeah. back talking to Charlie Tuna. I'm like, bro. What is it? How do we get on these tours? Like, it's not like you motherfuckers got openers. They bring in with them. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that bothers me about out here, too. It's like, yo, there are big artists out here, like cats who move around mm. and people who they can easily call up and be like, yo, you want to go on tour with me? Right. You know what I'm saying? And so and, and then and then I see bigger artists with lower names on. So I'm like, yo, like, are these cats paying? Mm-hmm. Is it a uh, like? Oh, he's got numbers. He's got pull. It's like, what is the f- deciding factors of cats going on tour? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But uh, man, I just had to say, like, for real, that's the next step. Is just I'm trying to be moving, like, getting to a position where we have enough to where literally, like, touring all year. Like, I I'm down. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I'm. This is what I'm trying to do. Some motherfuckers would be, I feel like, burnt out and tired, and they like people hate. Some people hate touring. Yeah, but like I wouldn't sign up to be an artist if that's not what I was trying to be ready for. Um, yeah, but I, I like the, I like the evolution from the very first episode we did together. Yeah, yeah, almost. Well, especially then the very first episode, you were you were nervous about releasing new music solely. Yeah, and I think even artist. now, like we talk about the whole like expanding of styles and sounds and shit. Like you know, oh yeah, like pushing boundaries. I'm really scared for how motherfuckers are going to react to that shit. Mm-hmm. Especially with how my, my lane is. I don't want to, like, confuse people. Like, that's the last thing I want to do right now. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I got to do it because I'm just being expressive. I'm just having fun. But, like, part of me is also, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let me just eat on this boom bap shit. You know what I'm saying? Because that's because I could I could go and do that shit full force all day. But, like... You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm like trying to figure out what ways and different like avenues to give it to motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? I was right. talking to Fish. He's like, yo, like sometimes I think he, we underestimate the the uh, intelligence of the listener. So another part of me is like, yeah, like we just got to let it go. 
But, um, you know, as far as like, yeah, just moving around and doing all that shit, like. But like, think about that. You're the only one who can box yourself in. You know what I mean? Like, if you yeah, if you yeah. want to release different types of music, if you have fans that are fucking with you, you're doing, they're gonna still fuck with you if you're releasing. That's how it. I. Yeah. That's how I. That's how I see it. It's like if you really fuck with an artist, like. You know, you want to see the full palette. I, I just think there's something to be said about the audience, you know, and what the audience wants. Like, I don't want to go to, let's say, I don't want to go to a 50 Cent show and see all new 50 Cent records. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I, I okay, maybe, I, maybe that's a bad example. Maybe let's do, like, somebody like, like Paul McCartney or some shit, right? I go see Paul McCartney. Like, I don't want to hear the 2022 Paul McCartney album. Like, I want to hear... The mm -hmm. old Beatles shit. Like, I want to see the, hear the joints I love. And for a certain artist, it's like, oh, you're limiting my creativity and shit. But there's something to be said about the fucking audience. Well, where is that? But where is that threshold of, like, people waiting for the new, the like, kind of the new sound? That's what I mean. Versus, it's, versus, like, the greatest tour, the greatest, yeah, the greatest hits tour. Like, I think when, it's, when, it's I don't a, think that you're, I don't think that you're at that stage. I'm definitely not. But like, I'm just you, saying, you like, it's room. something to think about. Like, when I think about my shit, my But is that for you to think about? Shit. Or is that for the listeners? Yeah, it is for about. me to think about. Because I got to think, it's like, it's like we go to a show. Now, the difference between the Charlie Tuna and the Jizza show is that, like, you know, the Charlie Tuna show, we're going to have to go and it's kind of the sound of Charlie Tuna, Jurassic 5, all that. It's more sunny. It's more happy. It's a little more, you know, you still come with the lyrics, but it's you come with a different vibe. It's like a vibe. The Jizza is coming through. We're going to be spitting on that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, my thing with, same thing with records, it's like, I can sprinkle it in. But like if I'm full blown like draking on shit, you know what I mean? Well, niggas, no, no, two niggas want to hear that shit. But then, but then, so it's like but that but opens you, your doors. You're just but, saying you could be on but, Charlie but, Tuna but, but, and then just you, you're opening more doors but, but, for yourself. But, you have, but, but it's but how you, but what's, people, what, how is it being but, served? But peep right, the undertone. That's fair. Peep the undertone. So let's put it like this. Let's say the music are the poker chips, right? You got all your chips. Now, being a diverse artist and having different sounds, I think it's more about again being aware. But being like, oh, okay, this is this show. I have I have these songs. I have this project that will go well. So you have the dexterity mm -hmm. and and the know how. So like it's cool. Like what like what you know, there might be a situation where you might open up for, for NRED. Right. And, Yo, and you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got content for that. Yeah, yeah. Well that's and it's not and it's not that you're like the, trying to do what they're right, doing. That's right. just part of your wheelhouse. You right, feel me? Right, like, right. No, I think it's just like I said, more than anything, I just don't want to be the self-indulgent mm. artist. You know what I'm saying? Like, I fuck with, uh, I, you really, like, coming up off 2KFG, like, every album, I was a big Pink Floyd fan when I was younger. Every album had, like, loose concept and theme and all sorts mm. of shit. I, even now I do that to a certain extent, loose little stories and shit. But, like, listening back to those albums, now I'm getting older, I'm just kind of like, is that shit whack? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, did I need a 12-minute record? Now, those are kind of cool because they get somewhere, right? Like, you listen to the 12-minute record, you listen to My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, every song is six minutes, but you listen to the each song, every six-minute song to get to the, you know, the climax of the album. So I can appreciate that to a certain extent. But sometimes I go back and listen to My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. Mm. Like, you, not in a good you, way. What do you feel mm. about uh, Funkadelic, then? Well, I feel like even that's a little acid self-indulgence. 
You know what I'm saying? Like I'm it's high. Like the funk, bro. I, I you got to give it. No, up I, I, funk, I, I, I love. You know what I'm saying? I love all but is that there, shit. Is there a right way to be an artist? You know, I feel like uh, no. But I, I do think I do like. I, maybe it's just the the, the 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 era I'm in mentally. Like I'm in a big, like 50s, 60s, early 70s era. Mm. So I'm big on three thirty. Yeah. Two minutes. You know, three minute songs. Yeah. Simple, boom, powerful. Give it to him, out of here. Same. Next record, mm. you know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's like you look at the Motown and Smokey yeah. and all the niggas. They weren't. It, granted, there was a certain time, right, where like Motown was shifting, where you got like Marvin Gaye and Stevie's taking his own control of his own shit. Marvin Gaye go, I'm gonna make, uh, you know what I'm saying? What's going on? Which is like the most. It, it, it changed landscape of soul that, music, that, right? That, they said what that wasn't even supposed to drop. They didn't. No, they didn't. They the Motown didn't, didn't want to drop because it because it was it, it was it was different than the three minute, you know, straightforward records that they was doing. Barry Gordy is thinking about the audience. He's like, yo, they ain't trying to hear all this political shit. They want to hear love songs. They want to hear songs that gonna make them dance, and that's what we here for. What about like Lenny Williams? Because I love you or. Harold Melvin, I miss you. Those, oh, those, are, two, those, are, those are two of my favorite songs. You know what I'm but they're both like eight minutes long and they're talking on it at the very yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think that's, the, that's that, when you start though. getting to the psychedelic soul and like oh, shit. Then, temptations and, then, and, then you got, and all that yeah, shit. The four tops still. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Papa was a Rolling Stone and all that shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I, I like all that too. Yeah, Papa was Rolling Stone Stones ridiculous. Doo -doo. It's got that literally like it's got like a three minute intro Doo -doo. before Doo -doo. they start like I remember. But, the but that baseline, the way the, the track builds up, yeah, actually yeah. the Wait, can we can we can we give a shout out to the Funk Brothers? Yeah, bro? shout out to the yeah. the Funk Brothers. All bro. of that, that that era, man. Oh, but but if you're nervous about music, then what what do you think about Kendrick's project? Like, oh, do you, I, was that, I was didn't I, really like it. That wasn't that wasn't inspiring to you at all. No, really. It was, I feel like it was self-indulgent. Maybe it was a little real, but I felt like it was just, I don't, I, I, I yearn for good kid back again. I want kid, good kid. And that, I like an album like To Pimp, because To Pimp Butterfly was, I love that record. Was, that, that was like that a album. record where I'm listening to get to the, you know what I mean? We're going yeah. somewhere. This record was just kind of like a bunch of ideas and, you know, it's just like, I'm tired of the woke shit at this point. Like I'm just yeah. all been tired. So I, you know, he did take a little bit of that. Route. It's like That's it's fair. too That's... much. It's so much, but dude. You, I mean, I can't, I can't speak for Kendrick, but like, man, we don't know, we don't know. Yeah. What, what this? What hey, this, here's what a rule. This... Here's a rule of thumb. If you cheat on your girl, just break up with her. Yeah. Don't make a full project and profit don't, off it. Don't. <laughs> no, just break up it's with good. her because she got the keys, and you yeah. gonna have to go. Like I was talking, like man, me and Fish have a lot of rap conversations. I ain't mean to keep throwing him in here, but. Yo, he he. We were talking about how. Tell him to come on, come on. Oh yeah, he, he <laughs> man. You tell him to come on. Get a solo interview. Okay, hold up. He um, oh, we were talking about this literally yesterday, because at the show at the water? please at at the Quayle show, we were doing. Remember, remember. Oh, you weren't. I don't know if you were there for this. At the end of the show, Grow Eyes. When he came in, he had a Jay Z shirt on. Okay. And then at the end of the show. He come through with a different Jigger shirt on. I said, yo, what's up with, like, what's going on? You a real Jigger fan. So me and him, and you know, Aaron, Aaron King, shout out my boy, Aaron King, ALK Jr. My man come through. He go, you know, we start talking about what, what's our favorite Jigger album. 
And I'm like, I'm a big a American gangster guy. Yeah. I'm a big reasonable doubt guy, obviously. Uh, you go through all of his discography that fine. And this man said 444 was his favorite. Mm-hmm. Now, not not knocking 44, but like me and Fisher Talk, he's like, man, 444, like for real, like, yo, man, get dreaded Jay-Z the fuck out of here, man. That was a good tape, though. It was a good, nah, look, man, but it, it was, was woke Jay-Z, though. It was a good tape. It man. was woke Jay-Z at its finest. So it's like, man, this is kind of the same shit. Like, I don't want to hear. Like, this is the JD Jay Z that regrets Big Pimpin. Man, that's the that, this, that's the Jay Z that hates Big Pimpin. But, but is that growth? But, though, maybe? but but yeah, is it growth? Yeah, I mean, is it growth? Possibly, or is it know. placating? Well, mm. peep this. It sounds a little bit like placating, especially in this era. Cause mm. you know what I mean. How long the man been but, married, bro? But let me ask you this. Like, how many times can we keep recycling the same? Look at Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg's been married his whole career. And the nigga's been saying what he been saying for years. Hmm. But did, He don't placate for no fucking what, what about the Bush record? That record was... The Bush Ooh. wasn't a love album? No, but it was, was definitely a, a very different... But the, 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 you, got, you got the that, Bush. That, you got Bush. You got Bush post... Sensual seduction and all that shit. Okay. 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 Not wait, saying, oh, wait, wait. What, 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 what about uh, the, the, the Snoop Reggae record? We're not talking about different styles. I'm talking about message and intent and how you delivering it, right? Uh, that fucking Snoop Reggae record was critically panned. That shit was terrible. But, I mean, he stepped outside of... Uh, it was terrible. Was he placating? <laughs> no, he? he was doing. He was being. He was, a, really, he was, he was being a self-indulgent artist. No, he was That's inspired. the guy I don't want to be. I'm. A, I'm, the Snoop, in, I'm the Snoop fan who like was like. So you do want to be self-indulgent? No, 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 no. I don't want to be self-indulgent. Okay. That's why I'm saying go back to what I'm saying about the album, right? right. Like, I'm gonna give you guys this singing NERD album. Yeah. They're gonna be like Greg. What the? I can't get jiggy with this shit. Hmm. Give me my boom back. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to be Snoop Unless in the Unless it's reggae. undeniable though. If it's undeniable, then if it's undeniably good, yes. But there's a there's a there's a, there's the artist like I'm gonna do a rock that, album now. But see that that's when you got <laughs> like, no because it was don't half do that. that. But like as an artist, we do stretch the envelope. But that's where we gotta have like our homies be like, hey yo Rick man, hey yeah exactly. Hey, yo, hey, yo Rick, dog. some of these artists Rick, don't got Rick, it. Rick, don't do it, bro. Don't <laughs> yeah. do it, bro. Like the Little Wayne album wasn't the, good. The rebirth. Hey, you know I saw something. Somebody said that was one of the most influential, even though it's his worst mm. album. It's one of the most influential albums because it made it cool and paved the lane for guys like Lil Peep. Uh, and you see how Machine Gun Kelly's moving right now. That's fair. What, what, uh, what, but uh, it's the worst. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Son. Even like the Drake, new Drake album, it just felt half-assed. That's well, why I didn't okay. like it. I'll say this, too, though, about the new Drake because I think the... Uh, it wasn't that, undeniable. That's a good, good follow-up behind that, that, that Kendrick, okay? So that album, to me... That's an album that motherfuckers got they didn't want because they we were expecting some toxicity. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, though, like if you are like if you li- I, I had to go back and listen to all the soft drink joints after that. You know what I'm saying? I had to listen to all the soft like the controllers yeah. and the like those type of records. Man, Drake and Drake has been doing that shit his whole career. Yes, actually. Yeah. So I'm to me. It was more. I think the fans' reaction was more of, "Oh, this is not what we wanted." It was less of a surprise or anything like that. And he's not play. He's not not being Drake. It just wasn't a good house album, in my opinion. I mean, mm. you know, but Drake doesn't make good albums. He makes great records, mm. incredible records. His own. He's got two, like two good albums. Mm. 
out of his what like maybe eight record discography. Which, which, which one are you rocking with? I love man, of course, uh, fucking the one was started from the bottom. All that shit was that. View, I like the nothing view, was the, the same. View. Nothing was the same. Is one of the illest. Man, that shit is easily to drip by, but by far the best Drake album. If you're reading thought, this, it's too late. I like that. And one. if you're reading this, I thought views. I thought views. I thought views was all great. Right. The only thing views about was, if you're reading this was it was a, a little tape. too long, and what fucked it up was the Quentin Miller shit. Mm. But like, like the biting and all that shit, the yeah. ghostwriting that fucked that whole album run up. But that album is that's pe- like we wanted that album. Dude, Quentin Miller is so dope. He has like, do you know he has like a robot leg? Dude, uh, what, what's it? What, man, uh, oh. <laughs> Why are we talking? Oh, that's fucked up, dog. <laughs> but he does. It's kind of cool. Fucked up, son. He's like, my man got hit by a car or something like that and lost man. his leg. Hey, man. That's fucked up, man. It's crazy. Quentin Miller, he said, uh, he's got a song that I fucking love, man. Uh, uh, oh, man. He has a song with Travis Scott and Hit Boy. He has a, oh, he has a few hits. Yeah, man. But not like, it's interesting, man. Like, all, like we these artists that we named, right? I would say this is a very interesting time because you're hearing people like experiment and they're taking chances and some people are swinging big and some people are missing. Some people are getting like the, 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 the sonic palette is wide open mm-hmm. and, and I see what's going on at least from a, uh, like a larger, like from the bigger picture. And it's, it's letting me know that these bigger artists are actually like listening, no, I- listening and not really they're, know, they're, like, listening, they're, they're, they're listening to niggas like us and like it's like this nigga right here because they don't got i fucking ideas that's what they're doing and they're, they're taking that they, they, they need us no that's very true they well, need I, the underground to keep doing what the fuck we're doing we stretching the shit out and they gotta go oh okay now west side gun and benny and all these niggas is fucking oh we gotta get there that's how we get our clout like honestly like if we if 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 we did a song and fucking Lizzo decided to fucking take the record, yeah. Trust me, it's gonna do something different for my bag. You know what I mean? And and, and that's beautiful. Like I I commend every underground ground artist. Go get your fucking go get your fucking bread, man. I'm not I'm not hating on none of that. But I'm it's more of a these bigger artists need us. Yeah, I heard that's that. That's what I think. When I, I was think. no, you're right. That when I was in L.A. Um, I interviewed these two artists, Noah James and Viva Mescal, who yeah. are huge in the underground scene in, in L.A., and they said that's exactly what happens. Yeah, they be biting off of us. I mean, granted, like I said, I, hey, man, if I make a hot beat or got a hot idea and or make a hot song and fucking yay calls me tomorrow or some shit and it's like, hey, yo, like, I'm going to take this part and send you a check. Man, I can make a thousand more of those. Like, cool, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think I loved your AJ Suede interview, and it's been staying with me for a minute, man. Hell yeah. It's been fucking with me for a minute, because it's like, we as artists, like, yeah, I love how he said, you got to separate, you know, or, or maybe it wasn't the interview, but mm-hmm. it, it, it kept it in my head, because it was like, oh, low, they're like, the bag, right? And then, like, the artist shit. Until he said that, right? think so I, in the I, interview I in the to... clip he's like saying it like yo like, oh yeah, yeah like, you gotta think you gotta think about your bag like your you know your job and shit the like, switching thing. you know what i'm saying yes, yeah so like as as mcs like do we gotta be thinking like yeah do we gotta like re we do our music how we do our music and we do our bag how we do our bag and the dream is to be able to do that as one thing Right, but but I mean, granted, yeah, but like, so, you know how many artists are just like ghostwriters who are great? Like, mm-hmm. Sky Zoo mm-hmm. is one of my favorite MCs. So dope. 
Sky Zoo is incredible. Yeah. And Torrey this too. motherfucker gets he gets his a lot of his bag from ghostwriting for people like Diddy and you know whoever he people he can't say. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If that's my bag, like I am bag. cool with that. I bag. could drop my records. I can fund if I can fund what I'm doing. Then maybe just look more towards like a publishing deal. Or or maybe I just wanna um Maybe I, I want to open up a hip hop laundromat, you know, or uh, uh, you know what I mean, or something else. Like just a build a bag over here, yeah. That can I can do what I do, you know what I mean. So I, I'm trying to find that. Balance so your aspirations too. for music has changed on how you want to go about doing. I don't that. know if it has. It definitely hasn't. Okay. But I'm, I I loved that interview because it did make me think like that. Yeah. Like yeah. oh like you got to think you got to think about it separately yeah. i never go into music thinking about my bag mm. but like my bag is related to my music mm -hmm. and it's like if you can if you yeah if you can kind of like make it work where it's like okay yeah my music is my bag but what i'm interested in my bag focus i could build other things around what i love based on just a bag you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I could just be a ghostwriter or I could just be a producer. Like, I could just sell beats. But there's a there's pros and cons to that because I solely do podcasting, right? So now, because I don't have normal jobs with, like, everyday person, like, yeah. I have things where, like, I feel like I can't connect with, like, even my friends that are in school right now. You know what I mean? Because, mm -hmm. like, they're, they, so I have, because I'm 21, my friends will come back for college. They'll be at different colleges, but when they come back to Seattle, they'll be able to connect over um, being in school and I'm like, hey, I'm doing music or whatever. And there's just like a loss of connection there. Oh, so a, there is a weird, there is, there's pros and cons to well, look, if you, you go do to, you go to work, send, You go to work. You know I, mean? I go to work and, yo, man, like, okay, I won't even talk about my damn job. Let's just say, <laughs> let's just say any job, okay? Uh -huh. And you're a musician. You're going to go in. And honestly, man, you know the hardest, before I continue, the hardest day going back to work is after a show. Mm. Okay. So, like, you, the dream is right there, and you got to go back to work. You know what I'm saying? Now, I would feel different if I went to the show and it's like, oh, man, I got to go wake up because I got to go run my fucking hip-hop laundromat business. Yeah. That's a completely different feeling than going to a fucking job. You know what I'm saying? But And the bag is different, but it's playing with each other a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I just want to get there. You know what I'm saying? That, mm -hmm. that, that's something I, I, I think about. I mean, even if, if the rap bag comes, okay. But a lot of these people don't do shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of these people are not people that are sitting at this table. A lot of these people don't do shit. You know what I mean? They go home and they, they live vicariously through motherfuckers like us. Or they entertain. They look on your phone. They're waiting for the NAS podcast to watch the new shit. You know what I mean? And they're fans. But they ain't got the drive and the passion to do what you're doing like this is our third podcast yeah this is the third new studio <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. if you watched our first podcast and you see what i'm doing now yeah it's a, like we spoke all this shit here yeah so like you know what i mean it's it's a it's different like mm. it's fucking different we are not the same and that's okay. I'm not trying to compare myself to you. I'm just, you know, or not. We don't. We ain't, we're not trying to compare myself, share ourselves to y'all. It's cool. Y'all do what y'all do. But to have something like that, to have a passion and a real like, yo, be that driven. It's it's 
not everybody's about that, bro. No, and honestly, those people, I can't fuck with anymore. Like, I love my people, mm. and I know that they're always going to be my people. And you know what? We can connect on old times. Or we can connect on sports or whatever bullshit. Yeah. But, like, when the door, like, when it's, yo, when the plane is leaving, like, who's on the plane? You know what I'm saying? Like, who gets it? You know what I mean? That's, I wish, I really wish more of artists and people, what we're doing, could get together without ego, okay? Without it being about a look, okay? Without it being about your fucking album, bitch, okay? <laughs> we could all sit down and talk honestly about the culture and like really all be excited because we do speak the same language. You know what I'm saying? We do speak the same. We all care and we all, so, and we can figure it out. I wish we could, because... That's what I'm saying. Everybody's all concerned with they shit. But, like, we together can't come up with the fucking answers. You know, going back to earlier in the conversations about how to create change. How do we get the, the shit that we that is going to help us? Yeah. You know what I mean? We got we to gotta be able to sit down together. Think about what's going on. A lot of people ain't on that shit, man. A lot of people just are on their own. Like, yo, I'm, let, me just, let me just, you know, be in my little comfortable box. And that's why I can't be in Seattle no more either. Mm. Anyways, man. So, what, what were you saying, Rick? Oh, um, it was a point that it this kind of we. I talked it in the ground. That's what happened. No, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was about to just say, uh, as far as like uh, bigger artists and like kind of reach, um, you got to think about where people are in life and what what they're exposed to. If you're at a table all day dealing with, and I'm not, maybe this is a problem I would like to have, but if you're dealing with contracts and lawyers and, you know, you're, you're tracking your bag, so to speak, it like, it almost seems like the business aspect and the branding is almost fighting. Cause every, like every entertainer started out at some point, like being nervous to get on a stage and some people make it to higher heights. I mean, there's certain a certain name that I won't say, but it's been a very frequent name. Uh, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, you get to you get to a point to where it's like when the business and the art is looking eye to eye. Like, that's a very interesting position. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I could be like, "Yo, I just worked my job. It was irritating." Like. I need to go home and just vent. I might go and write a song mm -hmm. and knowing that it's coming from a pure place. Mm -hmm. But like, what are you writing about when like your lawyer, like Joel Goldenstein, you know what I'm saying? Trimmed off a couple numbers and that pissed right. you off. Right, right. And now you're in the lab. Like, it's like, yeah, like that shit, it could sound dope over a beat, but it's like, how relatable is that? Right. It's relatable when, when Greg comes home and he gets on the track and he talks about X, Y, and Z. And it's like, I listen to him. I know him. I'm like, that's some real shit. Everybody in this community is like, word. And you could just feel and sense that. And that's not to say that these larger artists are not legitimate because they are, but it's just they are in a different place. So now you got to wonder, is this the time to do your reunion tour? Or is this the time to step away and start putting on for other artists that you yeah. believe in? Well, it's like comedy, too. Like, you, you know, know what I'm saying? Like, like, you look I, at any, like, straight up, like, hood black comedian, you know what I'm saying? They come up. And they spitting that real, they spitting that real, and then you start getting that Kevin Hart bag, and you start getting, you know, your jokes start coming out. You ever been on a private jet? Like, you know what no, I'm saying? Like, but, yeah. But, but that's also that's real as shit. But it's also like having awareness to know, like, 
how can you how can you best like you have to be amongst the people, man. Like, you gotta, like, like, and you can't be amongst the people when you get to a certain like, point. That's the problem that Kendrick got. Nigga was like, you, you got too many famous people problems. I don't care about. So what do you do but, then? But do you we stop? You gotta, it? you gotta, you got Like I seen him in Ghana. Guys, like he's guys, in, he's in, he's in, he's in Africa. Like with the kids. Like you gotta put yourself. In, commu- in the community, you got to put yourself in real life. You got to live. You got to know how to deliver it. You know well, what I'm peep saying? This, peep his trajectory, though, man. And, and and again, shout out to Kendrick. If you look at his mixtape run, first of all. Right. And then you go into the, the classic that you mentioned. Yeah, it's real. Um, like, good Kid is real. Good like, Kid, right. So you look at all the mixtapes to that. And then you go to to pimp a butterfly. And that, Let, let's, take, let's take Michael Jackson, for instance. Not to compare the two. But when we say... Uh, off the wall, which is my favorite. Personally, yeah. But you got Thriller. After Thriller, he's got some. He's got some good. Uh, well, he's got some good. Bad. He's got like some good albums. But there's a certain point to where it's like, we fuck with Mike, but some of the some of those albums are not as strong. But we still. Well, we, that's because too he's, but he's trying still, to he's trying to trend chase a little bit too. Like you know what I'm he saying. He's trying to do. He get yeah, anyways. That's the long. But but, but yeah. But I, you I, get what I'm, I'm trying yeah, to like. I, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to find a way to tie it all together because it ain't really a, a wrong or I, right I answer. I was real scared about that Kendrick shit because I was like, man, he's gonna. If, and then what I found out was he was ghostwriting for Baby Keem. Obvious. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. So, yeah, he was with running with the trends and doing all that, you know what I'm saying, little, like, bubble rap shit a little bit. Yeah, but what do you feel about the him working with Kodak Black? That was kind oh, of... Well, a, that was great. I love Kodak. That was a weird thing, though, because, like... Kodak is incredible. He's, like, one of the best artists in the game right now, as fucked up as what duty is, whatever you want to say about him. Yeah. Most artists I are love fucked up. Aren't most artists, don't they? Don't no, most, he's one of those dudes. Like, most artists... He just got arrested again. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, I kind of think I read about that. I don't think it was a funny thing. Like, most artists had, are like, walking around like, with... Yeah, like, tons of, like, drugs and guns. Okay, well, let's, you know, before we start, you know, talking about Niggas, yeah, the criminals' records and shit. I know. Let's not. Uh, let's not do. I go down the brothers' criminal records right now, nah, even though you that, know man. it's a conversation to be had. So it else. says right here on Google but, that uh, <laughs> Kodak Black. The reason why he's so good and cats like him, Young Boy. Very few artists are like this to me, but like where they can like really pull at your fucking heartstrings, man. Like this dude, he's got some hood. He maybe he's maybe just so hood for so long. That you just, he just can just connect and be crossover yeah. and spit. He just you know comfortable, what I'm comfortable with himself. That's Bro, like, it's it's hard to be there. It's hard to be there. I get scared about that, too. It's like, fuck, man. Imagine just getting money and being, being good, and then all of a sudden, now I ain't got shit to rap about. But, like, I would have to live. Like, I, I, I maybe that's the point where you have your two-year hiatus. Well, you just playing shows, but like, what do you rap about when you just playing shows all fucking day on tour all day? Yeah. You know, that's it's definitely that the artist predicament. Well, you know, Charlie Tuna was talking about how he, you know, he paints, right, and, right, right, and it, yeah, you switch, you, yeah, 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 you know what I mean, yeah, or yeah. like, what do you do to to fuel your creativity? For some right, people, right. it could be different things, you or you mentor other artists, even you mentor other artists, or you get, yeah, I think I, right. the, the the business ventures like. You know what I'm saying? He who not will, be, will not be named. You know what I'm saying? With his little... There's this cool shop in downtown. Shop. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> Golf Boys or something? I don't remember. Golf Boys. <laughs> 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 fucking Golf Boys. 
I heard that. Yo, man, there's a straight golf shop there now. It's a whole golf golfing course. So, so, so what about what about you, Rick Reams? Do you how do you do you fulfill feel fulfilled with your music? Um, or do you I, are you battling with any of the same things that uh, yeah, Greg is? I, I mean, we there's definitely like Greg and I. We see eye to eye on a lot of things, uh, both artistically and just in life. Mm. Uh, but for me. Not everybody has a, a a platform or know how to even use their voice to express how they feel. And the fact that I could do that over... Sometimes I just be making music just for me. Mm. I got I got some of those cuts that, like, the homies are like, Rick, don't put that out. <laughs> but, but, like, the, the process of having a vision in my head and seeing it come to fruition is, like, it's very fulfilling to me. Mm. Um, it doesn't stop there. Uh, but I do know at some point, you know, we all have an expiration date. Like these are heirlooms that mm. will, that will live on. You know what I mean? So, so for me, it is, it is a little like, not to sound corny, but like it is a little spiritual. And, and my record personally, if you look at everybody that I've worked with, or if you talk to them, like there is a connection that's real. You know, I break bread with every single artist that I've, I've worked with. Mm. Like there's some level of like, depth there even yeah. if it's just a song about just like fuck it we're gonna kick it you know what i'm saying and it might not be like this whole grandiose thing but like the love is there it's like whatever i'm cooking up with a compadre like that sauce has been on a low simmer hmm. you know what i mean so rick is definitely not as frustrated hmm. i feel like well no but i mean i'm I'm a little I bit. Be, no, I've, be getting, I've been I be through. Getting. I've been through, and that's the interesting thing. Greg's I, angsty. I be, no. <laughs> I know what that's <laughs> like. Anxious. I know what that's like, and I I feel that way certain times. Like, let me ask you a question. Um, so like, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, you know, we briefly covered your past. You know what I'm saying? And, and your history out here. But like, you like really have played some of the biggest. Like, like we're talking about all the festivals and everything out here, main stage. Okay, we're talking about you played in front of some really amazing crowds like Sasquatch, all that shit. Okay, so for you, like, do you feel like, yeah, I feel and I feel like we're at a point where it's almost like that didn't even happen. Mm. You're right. Like, do you feel like do you, you don't feel like there's do shit left on the table? You're not frustrated by that, or you just kind of like, I feel like I'm the Frank Zappa of the rap game. I mean, um, yeah, I feel that certain, uh, how can I put this? Like, okay, I feel like the people who give me my flowers, like, it's appreciated. The praise isn't empty. Right, but it doesn't make you feel like, like, yo, I, like I say, I leave, I'll go play a show and go to work and be like, dog, I was just, like I was just, I just was taking pictures with fans and oh, motherfuckers. Yeah, like, yeah. yo, I feel you. So you being damn near at the Seattle mountaintop at one point, okay? Right. Before he who would not be named, okay? <laughs> who honestly took a lot of sauce from this man. Look, <laughs> hey, hold up, look. You being there and being at the mountaintop and looking down at all, and then being and then and then having to climb back up. You don't. You know what I mean? Like, you don't feel like it should. It should be easier for you to. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's not. It's not frustrating. You don't have those moments where you like, yo, like, yeah. fuck this. Man. I mean, yeah, but I also have to take accountability for like my 
myself too. Like, did I, did, did, I, did maybe I did leave a few things on the table, but was I, was I prepared for those experiences? Preparedness is equally as important as opportunity. Mm. And so like, as much as like, and I think for a little bit, like I was holding some, some, I was a little, not angry, but I definitely felt like, damn, like, I feel like I'm kind of getting slept on. I feel like I've, I've been here. Uh, but I'm not looking for a pat on the back either, and that's it, it like well, and, not, and, and, a, not and, and, a sympathetic. But, but like, 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 like we talk about, like we don't like we'll play cuts for each other, but we don't fucking circle jerk. You feel right, me? Right, right, and, right. And and right. you know, every time we go to venues and everybody wanted, like, we don't like that shit. We don't even get down like that. Well, even just in the uh, yeah, right, just, right. just the so, rapper so, shit. So, like, but yeah. like, but like for me, like, it's important for me to match my creative output uh, with like. I think, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I did leave some things on the table. Am I? I'm not saying you left things, but do you feel like there were things that weren't, like, for me, like I said, it shouldn't be as hard for you. Let me ask you this. Should I be working on my greatest hits record? No. But but why why should it be hard for you with your track record to not be, like, booked or be be, be covered or be fucking shown the same amount of respect and love as uh, any of these other motherfuckers? Well, this is the... The perfect platform to ask, you know, how, 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 I, I, if I had that answer, it would be a different situation. No, I'm right? just, I'm just but saying. But not, not, not to, but like, this is just to the, to the masses. Like when it's I was, like, when I was fucking Blake, you know what I'm saying? When I was, pause. when I was said, a young you, dude. You just said fucking Blake. So I was going to clip that. Just fucking with Blake. Fucking man. Okay. Well, no, when I was Blake. Okay. When I was a, a starry eyed, <laughs> unjaded motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? I... And looking at you guys, like I would, like y'all were what you. I just saw a picture on Instagram of you, Geo, and Grinch. Hmm. No, those Shout are three fucking Seattle legends, dog. Like yo, you know what I'm saying? Now Geo's doing his. Uh, Grinch is still doing his thing, obviously. Um, Geo is Hood doing his bakery. thing. Hood famous bakery, See, though, now, right? But ain't that dope? He went. He, he had a transition, he had a, right? Bro, that to me, that was seamless, man. Big up Geo, bro. That's filthy. But like, he had a string of records, but like in, set up a business. That was filthy. Right, but and, and at one point, like I said, you guys were all considered on the same. That shot was so dope because at one point, you guys were all basically at the same fucking level. I mean, Blue Sky was a little bit, you know, like the marquee, marquee, but absolutely, like, absolutely. but like y'all were basically all coming up and covered by the same people. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Y'all were all rocking and hype and at, at a very high level. And I feel like now, it's like I said, not only does it not exist, but like it's hard for you to fucking get some love on a tape that you dropped but, that was fired. But you know it's crazy. We're we're still writing our story. And and like I said, man, it's like the receipts are there and it'll all come out in the wash. I, I feel cautiously optimistic about everything. Um as long as we're just doing what, like, what we are called to do and we are walking in, in alignment with, like, you know, like, how our, our true expression, man, it's going to work out, bro. Yeah. Like, and one of the best things to happen to me, because everything, like, we are here right now and it's like we're saying, hey, we want more. We feel like there's more on the table. Yeah. But right now where I am at, like, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else but, like, rocking with you right now. Right. And, and so you got to think, like, like origin story is like, man, coming together um, is like 
we could talk about these things, but we could do it in, 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 in a way that's artistic and that's a story. And that's, those are so many conversations to be had. Like, right. I just, and, and not only, not only for us, but like, think about like some of the people that we love. I tend to love people like MF doom. I mean, it's a yeah, trendy well, thing. Before we but get man, into the little rap niggas though. I gotta say, I gotta say this, man, the charm about him is that his shot in the industry didn't, didn't pan out the way he thought. And but he, he lost, got his flowers and, and, though. Yeah. But, he, like, but, you, but you shouldn't would, have to fight to get your flowers. I have to fight for you. Some, I got to come on Nas and be like, Nas, you got to have Rick on here with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I got to fight. And, and I hate doing that. Because like, I'm talking to Fish. Like He's like, oh, man, don't sound like the mad rapper. <laughs> but it's like, yo, I'm constantly like, why, do I, why does he got to fight? <laughs> he shouldn't have to struggle like you should be uh you nigga you need a lifetime achievement award out here just for what you fucking done peace man you know what i'm saying geo needs a fucking lifetime achievement award fucking grinch needs a lifetime achievement award man fade don't need a lifetime achievement award these the, like and and this is what what bothers me you know what i'm saying that's why i'm like i'm done man but it's like for real like i i'll do it if they ain't gonna do it because mm. you know what i'm saying i'm tired of this city and like I said, I know some of it's about demographics. I know some of it is about, you know, and, and I'm not trying to complain too much either because I'm happy with where we at and we're doing our thing. But there's some there's something to be said about the people who hold the keys. There's something to be said about, okay, like, and maybe we need to change how we're, and when I say we're, I mean like all underground artists. Yeah. We're marketing to our people, right? So... In order to stay relevant, in order to swear, like he's talking about doom, like you got to switch up. But if you, you don't know how to do it, then how do you do it? That too, right? But there's no right or wrong way to do this. Yeah, but like, there is a there is a wrong way. I think there's a well, wrong, I mean, like, there's, absolutely wrong way. I like mean, you, like don't be on the block selling your CD. You know what I mean? Like you could do that, but like is right. that going to equal like internet? Six, you know what I mean? Like you mad because you got six likes? Yeah. Like that doesn't you know what I mean? It doesn't translate. Mm. But. I don't know, man. I just, I just wish it wasn't even a conversation. Like, if this motherfucker was doing what he did and he was from New York, he go, he couldn't walk down the street. He'd be like, "Yo, hey, yo, that's, yeah, you know what I'm saying." And granted, it's the same way here, but there's too many artists, man. It's like, yo, like, we got to too shoot, we gotta, many MCs. We got to give this man. Marks. This man deserves his flowers, bro. Peace, and man. a lot of y'all MCs out there, a lot of y'all MCs deserve y'all flowers, man. That's you know dope, what I'm saying? That's dope. But yeah, especially those are still dropping heat and mm. real quality music and lyrics and performance, man. Because that shit, this MC shit, is hard to keep up, man. Oh, real quick, shout out Def D, man. Oh, you know what I'm shit. saying? Shout out Def D, Splash bro. Crew. Splash Crew, man. Yeah, uh, y'all go check out. So, yeah, you know, I, I obviously had Home Base and Third Stone. Yeah. The companion to those albums are uh, my man's project with Def. Uh, Suave tape. tape. And they, they got another one coming pretty soon. Yeah, we got the new uh, the new tape coming out called GVO. Um, mixed and mastered by uh, Vitamin D. Got some got some hitters on there. T three from Slum Village is on there. Shout out oh, T three. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's gonna be nice. I got Greg Seif on there. Of course. A couple couple joints. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Man. The great Vita too. Yeah, you know I mean I'd say Vita's on there. Vita's rapping. You know what I mean? Our homie Aaron King. So it's gonna be nice, man. And you guys do you guys have anything releasing together? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some shit coming. Um, but I still think, private, kind of for an hour. Gonna pop the lid on that. No, no, we ain't gonna pop the lid on it. But, but I'll but, say, but I'll say that I, I produced well, the album. Can, for can we? Can, could we potentially um, 
have a, a Rick Reams uh, podcast, and we'll bring Greg Seif on when we're ready to talk. No, about no, y'all, y'all just come through. Yeah, y'all, yeah, y'all need to sure. just sit we'll, down. We'll stay connected for sure. Yeah, man. So yeah, I produced a tape for this nigga, mm-hmm. and then um, we yeah we got something going. I'm producing a couple tapes with some other rappers. Um, I got like I said, my experimental tape. I'm working on which may or may not come out. Based off, you know, not based off of this conversation. These are the conversations I've been having in my head. The conversation we have today, like, are people even gonna want to hear that type of shit? Which I'm sure they will. Yeah. But put it in the comments. Do you want to hear experimental Greg's (sighs) Greg's side? Honestly, if you like the kung fu grip shit, you'll fuck with it. Yeah. But like, sometimes it just, you know, man, like, you know, if it's not gangster, it's like on some love shit. I wrote it during a breakup. I had a breakup, and I basically that's what started the album. But I mean, I feel like there is room to create the art and then like find your fan base. You know what I'm saying? Well, I feel and like I got I feel my like, fan I feel base like you, right now. You got the you got the dexterity to like maybe have like. Two I think it really just comes down to like marketing. Like you, you're you have the total package. You just need to market. Yeah, that's the only thing. You, that's literally the only thing you need. Hey, Sorry, yo, saying that? No, Nas that's, said it. That's well put. Nas said it. I did it. Hey, yo, put it. Hey, yo, that's well put. Hey, yo, man, I want this shit on record. Yo, it's on record. Yo, say it again. He's got the package. He just he needs got the, the package, baby. I got the package. Next Luger, baby. Yo, I got the package. Stop acting like I don't got the package, son. Stop it, man. Stop it, bro. You see who I'm sitting next to right here? Look at this nigga. Look at this nigga right here, man. Come on, man. It's like the illest motherfuckers out here, man. The package is here. Come on. Send the bag now. You know what I'm saying? Send the bag. We got more music. You know what I'm saying? We got more shit in the vault, ready to go. You know what I'm saying? Don't yeah, I had a I had somebody recently, like mm. I walked up on somebody recently yeah. and they was like, I told this story, like for people who know me, they've heard this story already. But like I had a nigga walk up and he was like, Oh yeah, this is Greg Seif, dope Seattle MC. And it was like this white dude, he was like, Oh, you rap man? That's real cool. Oh, <laughs> and I had to have a like a full stop Kanye moment, <laughs> like Yo, bro, like, I don't know who the fuck you know who the fuck you talking to. And I'm not trying to, like, you know what I mean? Anyone who knows me knows, like, man, I'm not, like, I'm really not feeling myself. But I feel like I, I got to say this now because, like I said, bro, tomorrow's price is not going to be today's price. You know what I'm saying? To quote the great Fat Joe. Flow Joe. Cartagena himself. Uh, or you know Dr. Umar, either one. What, 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 what's, the, what's, the, uh, what's the acronym for the shit? What? what? <laughs> People, what the what, what, For which one? The what? first album. Oh, fucking uh, uh, Jose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jealous One's Envy, bro. Jealous One's Still Envy. Yeah, Jose, bro. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Uh, Jealous, yeah. Jealous One's and he, he did it like another one, yeah, too, like yeah, that. Yeah. But, yeah, man, I'm just saying, like, uh, how I... <laughs> How I'm my, 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 where my mind is is we manifesting and we're um we're charging up our crystals. We are making the shit happen. It's <laughs> it's really we're speaking into existence. Yeah, yeah. So like I really hope people catch up. Capitol Hill Block Party was this weekend. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Did you go? Um, I went to the let out. Uh, I feel like I saw some photos from yesterday. I feel like Sunday was really popping. Like, all the homies was there. Sunday was very uh, Seattle-centric one. Yeah, it felt real town shit. Like, I was mad I missed that one. I was there on Saturday, and it was all, like, everyone was, like, under 25, and I felt uncomfortable. Oh, I just went to a... (laughs) 
I want to start connecting hip hop more with comedy because I've been going on tour with comedians. Co- hey, come on, like, bro. I was at a comedy show yesterday filming it, and like the comedians were making jokes about like they were going to the Capitol Block Party, and everyone's like 21 under. Oh, uh, I mean? dude, it's. And they're like, hey, you want to pop some pills? And they're like, I want to pop some Advil. Oh, no, I see <laughs> some. <laughs> you know I what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, I definitely seen some kid stumbling off of some Xanax or some shit. Like he just was totally like not there, but um, but I feel like with those, with those, with uh the block party bumper shoot, all that shit, that's coming for us too. But like I said, y'all got to get on this right now because I'm man, I'm I'm not. We're out of here, bro. We're out of here. We're out of here, and that's not. In a cocky, like, ah, oh, we're the shit way. It's like, yo, we have a vision and an end goal. We know we're going. So if you don't see it, that's cool. Mm. We appreciate you, Nash, for seeing yeah. it, obviously. But, you know, Blake, but, man, like, come on, man. Like, I just really hope the town sees it. Because I, you know what I mean, last time I was here, I think I said I wanted to get 10,000 plays Doing for well, the first man. one. And we about to hit 100K. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 100. Yeah. So, like, the growth and the goal setting and the accomplishing is happening. And um, I appreciate you even just having us on to to to, to let people know, you know, yeah, man, it is a little retrospective, a little yeah. reemergence. Yeah. A little reemergence. Hell yeah. And you brought you brought a great guest with you, Rick Yeah, Rains. thank you, man. Yeah, dude. Like I said, I, I really... Um, He's the only person I've allowed to bring a guest on to. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I was wow. like, wow. you've been on yeah. two times. It's about to be your third time. And we bring low key got on. an extra Monitor, flex man. with fish, fish on the yeah. phone, the fish call in. The, yeah, <laughs> the call in. Yeah, that was dope. Hey, but no. Shout um, out fish, yeah, no, man. but this guy, I, I wouldn't um, have anyone else rocking with me. Like, I, I really, uh, like, you know, I mean, I tell him this all the time, but I really look up to this man. He's like, I, I, I'm, the, I'm the oldest of five siblings. Mm. Like I never had an older brother, so I feel like this is this is my older brother, man. And since day one, like he really has taken me under his wing. Even when the trajectories was different, like it was never no like when I wasn't shit, like and he was doing the main stage. It was always like, ah, oh, yeah, man, y'all y'all come through the back door, come come on stage and rap. Yeah. So you know, through all the years and all the the the, the things happening, man, like I. There is no one in this town. You ask you ask anybody who's seen Rick Reams in his element. And they would tell you that he's one of the most amazing people out here. Um, so I wouldn't have anybody else rocking with me, honestly, man. And so I was happy, happy, happy to bring you through here. Thank you, bro. So I know you provide some uh, good content for yeah. my brother, man. Yeah. And he's fresh to death, too, man. Yes, you see sir. my man? You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Oh, man. Yo, I just wanted to say, too, man, um, man, it's an honor to work with you, Saif. Um, there was a time where I, I felt like, you know, cats really kind of, left me for dead, bro, and, and um, it's like you kind of gave me the lion's paw and pulled me out the out the dirt a little bit, out the grave, man, and, um, but, yay, we're here, we're rocking, and we're creating, man. I'm happy to be rocking with you, bro. Yeah, no, yeah, no man. doubt, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, it's a real, it's a true, true bromance. Greg's given a lot of advice on the past few episodes, so I'm going to ask you this time, what is some advice that you have for up-and-coming artists, creators, influencers? Man, just be you just be uniquely you it don't matter maybe how maybe goofy you are how hey man say, you say are. it again for the people in the back what's the setting on time say, say what you just said just be uniquely you be uniquely you because you are unique man be uniquely you that's, that's it that's, that's it, it man don't that's matter. literally it don't man. matter like if you know whatever 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 natural 
gifts that make you who you are feel comfortable walking in those shoes. You will be you will be honored and rewarded in the long for the long haul. Hell yeah. No, real shit. This has been the NAS. Oh, actually, before that, what is the easiest way for people to reach both of you? Fucking, um, you know, IG, a.k.a. Greg Scott Scythe. Uh, I'm, at, I'm uh, at dot Rick on IG. Yeah, man, Twitter, all that shit, a.k.a. Greg Scythe. Uh, you can hear me on the socials. And, uh, you know, music, Spotify. Yeah. So run, run up run up the Spotify shit. Home base. Home base, Third Stone, Suave. Chivio coming soon. Coming soon. More music. Coming soon. Um, so, yeah, man, just... Can I just clarify one thing? What up? Uh, oh, real quick. When is this coming out? Probably, honestly, probably like in a month or so. In a month? For real? Maybe you got like me backed two, up like that? I have 10 interviews I have to put out. Oh, Jesus. Maybe, maybe like two, three weeks. That's okay. still a month. Okay. I'm Anyways, so backed up right now. It's crazy. We got more shows and yeah. We I, can make, I can make at least a post about the shows. We can oh, do something yeah, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Let's go ahead and it. And, you know, I'm sure it's it's known information, but just to clear the air uh, from the person himself, Rick Reams and Rick Rude are actually two different people. Oh, uh, my bad. I yeah, thought that was a No, nick- it's crazy <laughs> because he is I and I am him. I've been ghostwriting for Rick Rude for a very long time, and I've decided to kind of, you know, I was like, man, you know, you, this dude's eating off of... Mm. Off of, you know, I just I just got tired of ghostwriting for for Rick Rude, bro. Yeah. Right, so I just kind of just decided to go ahead and uh, you saw you decided to be uniquely you. Yeah. See, yeah. there we go. Man takes his own advice, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, what what's coming up next with you? Um, dude, like I I've been just setting myself up for success lately. I'm about to go on a full tour in September with this comedy. Yeah. Wait, who's oh. who you want? Who are you rocking with? His right name's now? Joe Dombrowski. He's super dope. Um, Joe Dombrowski? Yeah, he is. Wait, wait, how do you say it? Joe Dombrowski. So Joe Dombrowski. So it's D-O-M-Browski. Okay, okay. He's Joe Dombrowski. Yeah, and... Um, Joe Dombrowski. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And, uh, <laughs> Mr. He's, 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 origi- <laughs> he's originally from Detroit. Hey, what's uh, up? Yeah, oh, and uh, he's a comedian. He's been on Ellen twice. He has over like... Oh, is he a Nick? Nah. Why can't oh, okay, he? okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, he like no, he <laughs> studies the art of kung fu. <laughs> um, hey, hey. But he's been he's he's like one of the first because I consider art, you know, I consider comedy as like an artist, you know, like yeah, uh, it is. So, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. It's and highest, like it's a high art. He's, high art. He's one of the first artists I feel like I truly feel like we equally offer something to each other. You know what That's I mean? Dope. Like he's literally taking me on tour. I produce his podcast as well. Like it's really like an equal thing. So um, to grow with him has been exciting. He's about to shoot his first special. Really? Wow. So these next few um, tour dates are so very pivotal. Really coming up. He's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have to check for him. So yeah, he's that, based out of here originally. Yeah. That's right, but um, yeah. Oh yeah, right. I'm uh, have this new studio, mm-hmm. you know. So figuring out how to open it to the public, got to figure out the plan for that. Mm. Um, man, have you ever thought about jumping on stage doing some stand up? What's going on, man? Oh, uh, maybe. I, I feel like I would be a stand-up before I was uh, an artist. Mm. I'll say that. But I also am a DJ now. I've been DJing a lot of shows. Like yeah, that. what the fuck? Yeah. Yo, man. So if you guys ever need a DJ or anything. Like DJ, what, what, man, what you... you just you, nasty. 
I, just, I feel like I feel like saying DJ in front is like stupid. DJ Nast. So I'm just nast. <laughs> <laughs> now DJ Nast is hard. That's uh, like that's like that's like that's like you're, you're you know what I'm saying. I'm not like the DJ. I'm like my name is DJ Nast. Or, yeah. or, or, or like you, D. Or, J. Or dot J. Dot Nast. The terminology selector. That's always yeah. selector Nast. Nast the selector. Nast the selector. We'll figure it out. Also, before 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 we are completely gone, I I seriously like let's collab on yeah. some. Uh, what happened to our podcast? Oh man, they don't want to hear that, man. I'm I, honestly, I feel like I'm I'm too much of a you know I talk shit. You're he a mainstay on the podcast. At least he so said I'm I'm better in person, like when we're just not cameras on rolling and we're not on no official capacity. When you don't know, I mean, yeah, like when we're just talking shit. Like but, if you have to prepare, I get it. I'm not prepared though when I come in here. Yeah. Like I, I I was gonna I, I after our last podcast, <laughs> like I'm done preparing. Yeah. <laughs> No, like honestly though, like that was. I'm a just great, a turtle that, with the shark, whatever you said. <laughs> no, no, bro, you took me in some weird places. That, anyways, but uh, no, I want to do, I want to do some hip hop comedy shit with you. Yeah, yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, and that needs to really happen, especially if we can get like you know what I'm saying. Because there, there are some dope, there are some really dope comedians actually, out here. Actually, no. Nah, so Greg had a, a hand cam, and uh, oh yeah, and this was a particular time for me where I was. I was wound a little tight, just m multiple factors. Yeah. But man, this dude was carrying this camera around, and I just was not for being recorded, <laughs> just because you know I I do demand a certain amount of like space privacy, yeah. you know. And and I and I looked at this footage, and I was like, bro, don't put this out. But now I look back, that shit was funny. No, as I got fuck. a movie. I got a movie like, I made. <laughs> look, it was funny as fuck because it's like everybody just kicking it, and I just. I'm just like no, it's obnoxious, bro. bro we be it's, drunk it's, it's and hilarious. it was it was drunk like, and making beats and freestyling and just being obnoxious, doing shows and shit. Yeah. Like I put this little hood documentary together, but yeah, I was like, I didn't know he was recording some crackheads. Do we have a bar here? Look, even oh, check my apartment. I seen that yeah. shit. My apartment was like hella messy, and he came. And I'm like, and I didn't know he was man, recording. I didn't get your apartment. Man. And I was like, bro, come on, bro. You like, no, nah, it's cool, bro. No, Rick. Rick wants to be a comedy yeah. writer. Hey. Well, I have the people to connect. I'm the hey, connect yeah, tell them your one-liner. I'm Nast one the connector and the selector, I guess, now, too. Which one? Tell them your one-liner. Oh. What's the difference between <laughs> a stand-up comedian and a comic writer? <laughs> what? Uh, what is it? Certain things sound better on paper. Ooh. <laughs> I told you, bro, that's clever as He fuck. said, oh, that was a bomb. That's clever. <laughs> was that a bomb? <laughs> that was a fucking flex drop of bomb. Was that a bomb? I that thought was that was a bomb. He said, ooh. He was like, gonna fucking laugh. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this has been the NAS podcast. Yeah. Yo, Greg Safe. Rick Reams. Come on, man. Yeah. And we did it.